0: He can give you more direction Than you've ever known Show you your bronze baby shoes Now, my, how you have grown Ain't it nice to fly You're waving as soft clouds go by But peace won't be still Of its own free will Say you want to go exploring You got to find Shouting down at you You say you don't dig politics That never was your bag People who could run for office Wave their private
1: Good morning. You are tuned to WMNF Radio 88.5 FM here on your non-commercial radio station here in Tampa, Florida. And are, you're tuned to the Sunday Forum here on WMNF. And uh, this is the public affairs program coming your way every Sunday morning with Walter L. Smith Second. And we are expecting him at any moment now to walk through the door. But of course, every Sunday we take your telephone calls. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three is the number of call. My name is Mobili, and I've been a long time programmer here at WNF. And uh, this morning, I just want to thank you for all of the show of support that you show Public Affairs Sunday morning here on last Sunday morning rather and uh, we do appreciate all the support you showed Sunday Forum and uh, we came very close to reaching our goal and uh, you can still show your love for the Sunday Forum We're going on org, and clicking on the Sunday Forum page and continue to show your support and uh, some of the events that we've had here, Juneteenth. We had a Juneteenth celebration yesterday in the name of WNF. And uh, today is Juneteenth, and we continue to talk about all of the issues there. We know that Juneteenth is a celebration of the end of enslavement in the United States. And uh, the famous story is that even though the Emancipation Proclamation came down in 1863, It wasn't until two years later that Granger came into Texas and uh, gave that information to, gave the news to those in Texas. But that's an actual misnomer of the story. It wasn't that people in Texas didn't have the news. It was that the power to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation didn't reach Texas until two years later. So there was a lot of resistance on the part of White supremacy not to free people, not to allow the uh, freedom to go, not to let people leave until somebody in a uniform came and forced them to do it. So it was about not the news that traveled, but the power that traveled to Texas to make the emancipation happen. And so we celebrate that to this day. People have always celebrated the emancipation at the, of the of enslavement of those who were enslaved in this country, and uh, we've always resisted. You know, if we were enslaved in this country, there was always some resistance, but it was always about the will and the power to make things happen, and that's still the issue to this day. And uh, we. Are here today to talk about it. This is the Sunday Forum. Walter has made it into the building, and uh, we're gonna hear from him shortly. But in the meantime, go ahead and make your way to the telephone call to the telephone and call us, or go to your laptop, your your phone, and go to wmf.org and show your support by giving us a donation here. <laughs> on the sunday forum we still got about three hundred twenty dollars to raise so if you can help us with that that would really help so in the meantime keep it tuned and let's welcome walter l smith to the program Morning, walter. hey hey, hey. <laughs> he's here juneteenth yes that's today good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good
2: morning. Welcome, everybody, to the Sunday Forum. This is your host, Walter the II, along with the member yep. <laughs> of the crew, man, mm-hmm. the 4th Estate crew. What's going on, really, man? Juneteenth. Same old. Juneteenth. Yeah, I know what you're about to say. Same old, man. <laughs> <laughs> same old-ish. Issues. That's right. Man, let me <laughs> tell you. We have a hell of a show today. Okay. Okay I, I decided that What we're going to do Is we're going to take a, We're going to have a discussion um, And please stay Within the discussion folks Because this is a very Important point. point Two things Happy today First of all Let me say Happy Father's Day To yes. all those people Who are fathers And father figures Out there That's right um, And this you is you too Walter <laughs> Thank you very much brother Appreciate it Appreciate it Let me tell you um, I am a grandfather And I am a father I'm an uncle. <laughs> yeah. And and listen, and and I didn't realize it really, I guess, until a couple of days ago, that I am a father for you to some people. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, that's a very important point. Because, especially in the black community, given our history, it's a very important point. You know, when we talk about critical race theory, and we talk about Perspectives and lenses that uh, that are used to view the history and cultural uh, mores and ethics of different people. We cannot ignore the fact that this weekend is a very special weekend because we have Juneteenth. And we have Father's Day. Mm -hmm. For us, this is a very special weekend. It falls within the same realm of it. And when we sit and we, we think about what this weekend means to us, we cannot ignore the fact that the issue of fatherhood is a very, very important issue to the black community. Now, for a number of reasons, folks, for a number of reasons, uh, I say this, that there have been debates and issues as to whether or not it is important to have a critical race theory, which I don't I don't like that terminology at all. But, but we know what I mean when I mean critical race theory. I mean, to look at our history period, I'm not, I'm not even going to refer to it as critical race theory. Um, I am going to look at it at, because it is critical. Mm-hmm. And it's not a matter of theory; it's a matter of fact, right? Um, and I think the, the term, the terminology "theory" as a scientist, the terminology "theory" as a as a historian, as well, the terminology of "theory" mm-hmm. is a very is a very bad way of describing what our history is. Mm-hmm. Arturo Schomburg, the Afro-Boricua uh, uh, man who Actually, I would say is is the co-founder, so to speak, of Black History Month, if you will, or Black History period, Um, along with Carter G. Woodson. Not to take anything away from Carter G. Woodson, but just to add to that fact, uh, he was for those people who don't know who Arturo Schomburg was. uh, Arturo Schomburg was the man who was the who was the and still is, so to speak, the largest Black bibliophile. Of Black history and information in the world, so much so that he is he his his uh, library that he put together uh, in Harlem is known as the known as the Arturo Schomburg Library, Schomburg Library and Research Center. Is located in Harlem and does give scholarships away to children, not, not to our children, but to, to students to study further um, the issue of black history, which brings me to this point. The question of, what the, you know, when it comes to history, it is always an issue of a question when it comes down to black people. But when it comes down to anybody else, it is never an issue of a matter of fact. I'm sorry, when it comes down to everybody else, it's a matter of fact, but when it comes down to the issues of black people in our history and culture, it is a question Mm -hmm. of whether or not there's truth to it. Did everybody hear that? So, So our existence, our very existence, our very culture, everything that we do is always a matter of question
1: but never a matter of fact. Right, and that's, so that's by design, right? Yes. I mean, if you even apologize for slavery, then that means you got to follow it up with some money, with some programs, with something right? that's going to help the situation. Right. And that's why nobody ever wants to bring it up or apologize or talk about it and wants to put it in the context of a theory as opposed to being at the root of everything that's happened that's and developed right. in this country. That's right. And that's an issue. That's a real problem it's a problem for
2: a number of reasons. Um, when we talk about reparations, when we talk about all these other issues, everybody else can get reparations. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can get reparations. But we, the people who were brought here in chains, predominantly, we, the people who have always been treated, not sometimes, but always, even when you think you have not been treated as second-class citizens, believe me, you have been. Believe me, you have been. You just didn't recognize it. Mm-hmm. And trust me, when everybody else in your group, your political group, your ethnic group, your race have been treated as second-class citizens, believe me, you are being used in the same manner and you are being treated as a second-class citizen no matter what you think, right? Uh, It is a matter of fact that we must continue to study and understand the the issues surrounding slavery, uh, because there is always a new dimension to the study. There is always something new that has been discovered. There is always something to consider when it comes to the scholarship of the of the diaspora, and there is always something to consider when when uh, when looking at our culture, to eliminate that is to be foolish. to support the elimination of that is to be foolish. We have got to begin to um, more now more than ever, now more than ever, to encourage, to implement, and to and to um, implement despite and in spite of those people who would say that we should not. No one who looks like me, no no one who looks like me should be against it. You can be if you want to, but no one who looks like me was a part of our culture should be against it, as a matter of my opinion. Um and no one who does not look in and, and everybody who does not look like me even matters when it comes down to the determination about whether or not it will be implemented mhm mhm If you don't, if if you are not a part of this group, this is another one of those situations, Mabini, where if you are not a part of our group, you have, there's nothing, not one daggum word that you can say to me or anybody else is a part of our group that's going to determine whether or not we teach our children or or ourselves in our community about ourselves in our own history. You don't have one single solitary word to say about it that matters to anybody. About it. Let me make that very clear about my position on it, okay? Uh, now, you want to join in and you want to learn more about it? You are more than welcome. But don't come here telling us, well, you shouldn't do and you can't do it, you're not going to do No, you don't have, if you are not black, you have nothing
1: to say. Right, especially when not you not have one a, word. a white governor that's saying that you can't tell your children mm, between absolutely. the first to the third grade anything. Absolutely not. And that's why
2: that's why at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library, we are going we are organizing ourselves to actually begin to teach that very curriculum that needs to be taught in black history. So you go turn the Walter L. Smith Library into a freedom
1: school. Dad I'm right <laughs> That's what daddy wanted to do. And I and, and, and that's how he raised us. Yeah. Well, you know, I do want to appreciate you for the accolades you've given your father. You you've shown him you, you, the respect in death, you know, by preserving his legacy and telling us more about what he did. I mean, like, I didn't know that he embarked on a building program at the fall of the AM University when he got there, and and really made that a major, major campus. And so, you know, I appreciate the the remembrance you've done for him and for the rest of us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it,
2: man. This is a this is a very. Um... Without going in, in depth in it. Dad went into Doing that building program Again As I always say Despite and in spite of Yeah all every There was Every reason Every reason On God's green earth For him not Yeah To push for that He could have taken that money And done anything else He wanted to do with it On right. that campus it, 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 Anything On and off that campus They told him that the board of regents did, and he chose to build buildings for those for for the campus to expand FAMU into what it is today. Yeah, and the lead that that moved towards it, which is why he's known as the architect. Mm-hmm. But one of the things one of the things that that was that and, and he didn't use it for selfish purposes at all. Right, you know.
1: So you know that was for posterity's sake. Every yeah. wow, child man. that comes in, in the come future, on. come on, we'll man. appreciate that. Come on. And I, and the more
2: I I, when I remember, I remember him telling me those stories and that particular one right there, I remember that um, because it was very profound to me mm-hmm. about the unselfish manner in which you must lead. Do you hear me? The unselfish manner in which we must lead. That's right. right.
1: For posterity. Exactly. And Thinking For our of communities. And, you know, I also want to say on this Father's Day that there are t- at least two million single fathers out there. Mm. And it's worth giving them their accolades, giving them their flowers, you know, despite the fact that, you know, their, you know, men are seen as as, abandoning, as abandoning their families. And these men That's right. are single fathers. That's right. And we never talk about them. We're gonna so talk about them today.
2: Out. We're hats gonna talk about to them today. <laughs> we're gonna talk about them today, and we're gonna talk about them in 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 a way that's gonna be very very important um, uh, to us. And perhaps in the midst of this discussion, we're gonna talk about some things that probably have not even been discussed before on radio, on public radio, like this. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That's a um, tall order. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. So, hey, listen. Um, I, you know, we're, we're getting everything ready to go online right now, Facebook. Um, so, uh, we are going to analyze, um, Juneteenth. We're going to analyze slavery and we're going to take a look at the, at the issue of fatherhood, the black family, the importance of fatherhood in the black family. Um, and, and where, where we were then and how we evolved into where we are now. We're going to look at the importance of the study of slavery, um, its impacts. And we're going to look
1: at the importance of the black family. Yeah. And, and, you know, we let me also throw in there as we get ready that black Americans living abroad are reflecting on Juneteenth uh, as the United States marks what is only the second federally recognized Juneteenth. (laughs) <laughs> this is yes. only the second federally recognized, but you know, we're glad to see that it is recognized. But black Americans living overseas have embraced the holiday as a day of reflection and an opportunity to educate people in their host yes. countries on black history. President Joe Biden moved quickly last year to federally recognize this day, and black Americans have been celebrating since the last enslaved people were told. They were free in Galveston, Texas on June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five in Liberia, uh, one person from new J- uh, from Jersey City is organizing Liberia's first journey home festival. He says this part of hidden African American history still hasn't been completely unpacked, and that's the history between Liberia and mm-hmm. black Americans, and some black Americans say only a powerful change would make them consider returning. <laughs> you know From Africa uh, To Africa So you know That's what people Are saying around the world Black people around the world Are saying about This day People Living in People of African descent Living around the world P- Places like Bangkok And Thailand <laughs> yeah. Bangkok Thailand Yeah And
2: we gotta look at it that way You have to look at it
1: that
2: way um, You know Everybody else does it
1: That's right Everybody else does it Why can't we but the context of, is is clearly important given the, the continued racism I mean, from the governor of Florida. You know, the two white men, two white Florida men have been charged with a federal hate crime for allegedly beating a black man in a store parking lot while yelling racial slurs. I mean, they still do this? They still do this. What do they get out of this? The U.S. Justice Department said just on this past Friday that, these two guys, uh, 55-year-old Roy Lashley and 52-year-old Robert Lashley, these uh, brothers, uh, they were indicted by a grand jury. The pair had already been charged with assault and battery under state law for November attack of the same black man. And the assault took place in the parking lot of a family dollar store in Citrus County, north of the Tampa area. And federal court records don't list an attorney for either man. It isn't clear how or if. They are related, but they do have the same last name. I'm only assuming they're brothers. But here they are, 50, 52 years old, <laughs> acting like cretins. Unbelievable. Troglodytes. Yeah.
2: You know, unbelievable, man. Um, this is where we are. This is what we do.
1: Uh, when I say we, I mean this is what, where we are as human beings, right, yeah. in our history. In uh, this country Because we don't want To recognize The role race played In this whole country's development Right Right Looks like we have two people Trying to talk to you, Walter uh, Hang tight Hang Let's tight Because we're, we're going to wait till the lines
2: light up a little bit Because uh, we got a lot to unpack here Okay There's a lot to unpack And and we want to give you all An opportunity to listen to What has to be said About this thing And and then present it to the forum And then get the feedback From the forum you, the people, mm-hmm. right here on the Sunday forum today. Okay, let's 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 begin. Let's begin. Okay, so Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. What is it? We know that it has to do with the eman- I mean, almost entirely with the emancipation of black people uh, from slavery in this country. Not globally, but the emancipation of black people in this country. Period. Right. Um, The Impacts Of slavery Consider this You're looking at Up until then You're looking at Approximately Up until then 300 years 300 years how many generations is that that's 300 years 300 years you're looking at about 4 maybe 5 human generations a little more than that but a little, I get little more than 5 point. generations of people if, if, if you consider a human lifetime yeah right if you consider a human lifetime of one person um, per um, per hundred years right for us that's that's you know it wasn't even it was more than that because the life, the life span of a human being, a well, black human being, consider of a black human being mm-hmm. was at least thirty years. At the least, I mean, at the most, thirty years. At the very least, you're looking at what twenty one. I know least. in Brazil. I know in Brazil, the life, the life, the average lifespan. Of a black person in Brazil was about twenty nine years old. Okay, you mean in earlier centuries? In, in earlier centuries, yeah. okay, uh, during the time period of slavery mm-hmm. in Brazil. Now, if you look at it in the United States, it was about the same, given Jim Crow laws, the ability to kill at will black people, uh, and the ability, the the health issues that existed with regard to black people, but what actually saved black people in terms of their uh, lives and the extent of living was the fact that we were considered to be commodities. Yeah. Right. Whether we were free or whether we were enslaved. You understand what I'm saying? And I say free, I mean
1: legally free. Yeah. yeah. Cheap labor is here. still it's still. There, we go. there we go. still valuable. There we go.
2: Uh, happy Father's Day to my brother Dante Woodson. what's co- what's going on, brother? Uh, Dante's a real good friend of ours. Uh, actually, he's not just a friend; he's a bro- he's a brother. He's a cousin um, to to our family there. So what's going on, Dante? Thanks for watching right now. Happy Father's Day to you, brother. Um, and happy Juneteenth, too, man. Um we have to we have to really take a look at that and understand really what these specific So let, let's take that information, right, and put a pen in it for a moment. So lifespan, right? Yeah. In its relationship to Juneteenth, in its relationship to who we are. Uh, In in terms of our um, In terms of our lives Right And our value How we see ourselves Right We have to understand What our lives were What they are now Now Fast forward And we look at that same issue Right What's the contribution to Our lives How has that changed In any way How has that changed Well A number of things medications if we want to look at it on the positive side medications exist in uh, uh, that can change things with regard to to illnesses and things like that but here's the problem the access to those medications right <laughs> the abilities to get them either either um, uh, bureaucratically speaking or the access to it what financially right how do we access it? We can't not not in the manners that that we should be able to in order to survive and make sure that we are no longer on that list of highly of number one one highly infected highly ill um uh the the dis, the disparate numbers the disparate numbers that exist with regard to uh, infant mortality with regard to heart attacks cancer uh, asthma and things of that nature why is that an issue Because environmentally speaking we, we can't escape it Why? Because the exposure To those illnesses
1: Yeah Still exists Right the Environmental conditions yeah. Plus today is also Sickle cell disease day World sickle cell disease day Which is something That we've all Known is a problem Among African Americans Especially That's right Now for those of you Who don't understand Sickle
2: cell disease um sickle cell disease is a it, it, for us is is a double-edged sword, right? Sickle cell disease uh is a is a killer for some people. For others, it was a lifesaver. What do I mean by that? Genetically speaking, Africans, um, especially and I understand. It's not just Africans that have sickle cell. People in the Southern Mediterranean, who are European, have it, and primarily, it is believed that they have it primarily because of their, because of their, um, their African blood, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Genetically speaking. Um, But I digress because there there are people in Southeast Asia. Same thing. Mm -hmm. if If you are, if you understand the, the history and the, how people come in contact with each other, you'll believe that, but also there are other reasons why that's the case. That is because of the of the environment in which they live. They live in tropical areas where there are what mosquitoes that carry disease, which yeah. is why white people who were explorers could not go into the interior of these countries of these continents. Yeah, if you're talking you're, about India, exactly. Talking about Indian peninsula. There we go. <laughs> uh, and, and when when people when white people finally got to Southeast Asia, right, Thailand. Uh, Vietnam, places like that. They could not penetrate those, those areas. They could not go into the Congo regions the way they wanted to. That's why they sent Africans in to get their own people out and wage war against them in order to, in order to get what? More slaves. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, again, does not justify slavery, does not give a pass to white people as to why they came there to, uh, to make us commodities mm-hmm. on a global scale.
1: So I'm not justifying anything. And once, I'm, and once so don't call a, with yeah. that. Don't once,
2: you call him with that?
1: Once you become a commodity, or they tend, they try to give you a little bit better care, right? And right. Protection. Right, right. But before then, they—if you don't comply, then yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anything goes. Exactly. Well, here we go.
2: Here we go. It's coming up now. Yeah. So, so now, so that's another. You know, so when we look at sickle cell itself, let's complete the concept. Look at sickle cell itself. Then we see that it was a it was a, a defense mechanism in our bloodstream to stop malaria. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. it stopped malaria, which is a bloodborne disease or illness that would ordinarily kill the average person but did but it, it saved Africans from being able to um, from getting ill and allowed us to be able to survive. In those types of, of areas. Now, mm. consider this. When we got, which is one of the reasons why, when when uh, South Carolina, I'll give you an example of what I mean. In the early years of South Carolina, one of the things that people don't understand about the area is that in the low country, South Carolina was established because of the ability of Nigerians to to um, to plant rice and cultivate rice because white people could not live there. That's why you had such a high population of black people in South Carolina. And at a certain point in their history, they began to eliminate the black population because they began to be a part of government in the early years of South Carolina. And they they couldn't control the population the way they wanted to. But now, understand, when South Carolina, in in terms of health and things of that nature and illnesses. The reason that you had so many was because they kept bringing in and recognized people from the Gambia, the Senegambia, um, um, Ghana, and Nigeria, and the Delta regions were able to cultivate rice. And that was something that white people knew was, was gonna be very valuable from England. So they said, hey, listen, you guys go in, we're gonna, we're gonna set you up on these plantations, you cultivate this rice for us, we're gonna be living in where? Bermuda. <laughs> off the coast right and that's where we that's why that's one of the reasons why they were able to do it, is because of the ability to survive because of sickle cell now flip the script we have evolved we're genetically involved Um, uh, it is no longer is no longer something that was of benefit or is of benefit now it is a matter of a very painful life process um what does it mean? It attacks your organs as it goes through your bloodstream, right? Mm-hmm. These jagged, crescent looking, which is why they call sickle cell, because it's the safe their red blood cells are the shape of a sickle and it cuts and it moves through your body and it hurts and it attacks your, it attacks, if you will, air quotes, your, your organs. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you die. Now, is there a cure? Yes, there there is a cure for sickle cell, depending on on the type of attacks that you're getting and the the level of sickle cells. Everybody's attacks are different, uh, but there are some there are some methodologies that exist, uh, and treatments that exist that ease the the pain of the illness, and some things that take that that uh, that, are, that uh, are used in order to heal. And eliminate the sickle cell Like bone marrow transplants Okay Okay. They exist And so that Those are things that people have begun to use In order to do that Now What we're going to do right now Is we're going to take a break from that We're going to go to the phone lines right now Please do (laughs) not Please folks listen We're going to have intelligent conversation Okay But please don't call Don't call in Talking about um, You know Going into An even more extensive Research about about sickle cell. If you have a fact about it, share the fact. Um, uh, you know, but we're looking at it from the standpoint of 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 fatherhood and slavery, Juneteenth, and the importance of understanding understanding our history and this
1: importance of understanding and scholarship in the in the area. Okay, so yeah. please. It's It's a trifecta It's Juneteenth It's Father's Day And it's World Sickle Cell Day Yeah man Isn't that something? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) I didn't even know that Yeah Well we gotta take your telephone calls right now Go ahead and call us 813-239-9663 Or you can write us WMNF.org That's DJ at WMNF.org And we have some some
2: people who are watching right now Like Dr. Sonia Brookings uh, That has some comments as well Oh, So, um, yeah, let's make sure that we're we're going directly to our questions, folks. We have a lot of calls, and we cannot, cannot um, miss out on these calls. We're trying to get better at that, okay?
1: So let's go. Let's go. Caller, thank you for your patience. You're on.
3: Yes, good morning, my Billy. Good morning, Walter. What's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing? And as always, um, well, first, let's start it off right. Uh, Happy Father's Day, Walter.
2: Hey, man, happy Father's Um, Day,
3: brother. Yep. I'm a Billy. I don't know if you have any kids, but I'm, I'm a shooting. father figure. I've mentored some people <laughs> in your life. Yes. So happy do. Father's Day to you. Thank you very much. A lot of people don't 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 know that. You know, a lot of young men uh, have been inspired and been influenced by uh, by, by by older men uh, as far as like advice, and we they tend. I don't tend to think think about it that way. Like some people say, Happy Father's Day to me. And, but I said, I, I don't have any kids, but have you ever influenced some some young men in your life, young ladies in your life, or whatever like that? I said, yeah, working in, in, in the church, and um, there's been a positive aspect in life. We said, well, that there you go. Happy Father's Day. That's right.
1: By yeah. oh, extension, okay. you are a father.
3: Yep. But from that, Walter, you kind of piqued my interest. You made my antennas come up when you said about <laughs> your thing about critical race theory. Mm-hmm. So um, I put my little uh, opinion in that, in that too. I started out by saying like this. Um, it's amazing how we have these uh, um, statements, statements of truth that the egregious things that we've done in the past, if we don't learn from them, oftentimes we are doomed to repeat them. And mm. um, Critical race theory is a theory like Einstein's theory of relativity or the theory of of gravity, which which would invoke something to someone to say that we want to look at why does gravity work the way that it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, Einstein's theory of relativity, what what he was 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 trying to talk about. Critical race theory, to me, is we want to critical, meaning we want to have some critical thinking about what happened with racism, mainly dealing with black folk, Mm -hmm. even though it touches all other communities. But we're talking about black folk because I've never been Chinese. I've never been Italian. I've never been blah, 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 Native American. But we talk about black folk, that how they were treated in the past, uh, that those treatments have some things to do with the actions that are being taken towards black folk today, like voting, uh, the way our police agencies treat us. Uh, While we get in a traffic stop and most times we don't go to court, we get adjudicated justice on the sidewalk and most times die. Mm -hmm. You know, critical race theory and critical thinking. Okay. Um, I really wanted to say this. Um, we're getting ready to celebrate, uh, celebrating Juneteenth. Why we want to celebrate Juneteenth, um, Governor DeSantis, uh, even I'm going to bring in your favorite one. I, I can see that look on your face right now, Walter, and you mobili. Donald mm-hmm. Trump, whenever I say that
2: mm-hmm. name, I can even see it over the radio. I can <laughs> frown and scowl, you know, uh, with that scowl, name.
3: The the
2: permanent yeah, scowl. Yeah, at his rally. And, about- and you owe us, and, and, how much, how much did we go up with inflation? How much is the jar now for saying this name? Since picking up. we're going back, we're going back. Since, <laughs> since say, hey, since, since we missed out on how much, how much donation money we need, what, $300? Yeah, so we got to raise that 300 dude. So everybody says his name.
3: Yeah, but it, yeah that's that's true. But it, it's like, made that in this rally. You know, it's amazing how Evil will raise his head when it thinks it's going to get over again. But let me quickly state this. Um, um, it's amazing how, and I'm not being trying to be racist or bigoted but weeping white women who will go to school boards I don't want my kids to be told about critical race theory making them feel bad and stuff like that. But you you know, we are gonna celebrate Juneteenth. But you can't tell people and teach people how did Juneteenth come about. Right. You can't that's insane. That doesn't make any sense. We want to teach about the American Revolution, but you can't, no, you can't talk about why do we want to rebel against Great Britain? Tell, tell me the sense behind that.
0: What, right. is that. what is that? It's like,
3: why are we celebrating Juneteenth? It's like, it's something about human beings that when we want to address stuff that's egregious and that's bad, It's like, we'll throw you a bone. Okay, here, you can have Juneteenth, but you just can't teach about it. You can't teach about how did it come about and why is it being, why was it celebrated, honestly, to me, by a certain segment of a certain minority in, like, in Texas or Louisiana, okay, but you can't teach about it. You can't talk about it. That no, does not make it's the same no thing sense to me at all.
2: I sat as a part as a student in the in the British school system for a number of years. Okay, and I, I remember taking history classes <laughs> from British teachers, and when we talked about the issue of the Revolutionary War, the perspective is incredible. The view, the lens is very, very funny because they, they are, they took that, they take that loss even to this day. They take that very hard, very hard. And that's, and, and it is the, you know, they still refer to us as the colony. When I say us, I mean the United States itself. The colony. They refer to it as the colonies. They refer to the Atlantic Ocean as the pond. Uh, You know, and, and so, and so the, the, it was a loss, a very big loss for them, right? Mm-hmm. The ability to take resources, which included slaves that they set free, only for the purpose, only for the purpose of being able to fight for what the crown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I know exactly so still, mean. no matter how you look at it, let's not, the, you know, England, you aren't, you aren't, the <laughs> England, you are not uh, absolved from anything. Not one single solitary thing. And by the way, Life Malcolm just made it, uh, just corrected my, I said, thanks, Life. <laughs> the math is bad. <laughs> so that's like 15 generations over 300 years. 15 generations. Yeah. Right? That's pretty, that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Um. But I digress. We have got to take a look at these things, man, and be able to uh, have a real discussion with regard to understanding and educating ourselves about these, these nuances and this history. There has to be scholarship. We must continue the scholarship of this, of this information. It's not something that's over and over and over again, but, um, it is something that must be taught consistently. Yeah. And, and put in context. And put in context consistently, right. in order that we that we do not make the mistakes of the past. Number one, but that we are able to condition positively the minds of our people, um, and be able, so that they are able to have intelligent conversations about hey. the history.
3: Mm-hmm. Hey, Walter, real quickly, and I'm gonna get off the air because I know you got a lot of callers. Let me. Here's one good example. One good example of that. Uh, on my free time, there's a television show that comes on one of my one of my cable channels every evening during the weekday. It's called. You probably remember that. Uh, one Adam Twelve.
2: Oh yeah, one Adam Twelve.
3: Yep. A, a lot of people don't understand those shows like that and like Dragnet. Those were really like training shows. You you know the police officer. They know all the codes and they know all the statutes and all that kind of stuff when they're dealing with people out there in, in the, uh, and, and they, they're made off like as, as officer friendly. <coughs> people don't understand. Okay. The black community and the white community, the white community, see the officer as officer friendly. That's your friend. You, if you, if you're a runaway child from home, you can trust the police officer, right. uh, this and that, and this and that, and this and that. But in our community, we see the police officer, look at what you're seeing right now. You get stopped on the road or whatever, if there's an infraction or whatever. If you blink or move the wrong way, you can get your brain, brain blown out. That's right. And a lot of times, people in the white community, oh, you just exaggerating. you just exaggerating.
2: No, no. So, and there, therein right. lies that thing that, that Schomburg was saying. It's a matter of fact when it comes to them. But every time we say something, it's a matter of... Oh, theory. Uh, it's theory. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, oh no. You're just exaggerating. Oh examples, no, that didn't really happen. It's like a Jedi mind trick, man.
3: Right, Come on, examples, bro. You just bring. They just brought up again the case of a man who was supposedly arrested in Louisiana, and the officer, I think he resigned. Or I don't know what happened to him, but this guy was tased to death, and he was brought into the hospital on a gurney. He was bloody, and he had handcuffs and shackles on his leg to the gurney. It's like, why are we treated that way? Mm. But Billy, you talked about that sometime, about police agencies, why they were created as anti- uh, slave, a yeah, slave and stuff and like bad. that. See, many white people, we're not, taught, not, we're not taught this to us too in school about the history of America dealing with black folk you know, and how we were treated. Critical race theory. Let's critically think about this. Delve into it, and let's study it. Not meant to make people back be- um, back be- uh, feel feel bad. bad. <laughs> but we want to look at the truth about our history.
2: I don't care if it makes, Listen, do, and and, and and thank you very much, Daryl. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, thank you. Let l- me just tell you, I don't care if it make them feel bad. Yeah. yeah. So what? Big deal. I mean, how the, I, you how know,
1: black kids feel. I, yeah, I classroom.
2: mean, I, it makes makes me feel bad to sit up there and look at pictures from nineteen eleven when I look at Emma, Emma Jordan, who was hanged in Tulsa off a bridge with her her
1: fourteen year old son. What about the famous picture of one of us being burned? Dude. On fire Dude. <laughs> while a crowd is standing around having a picnic.
2: Yeah, how many How many of those do that we That makes
1: see? me feel pretty bad. Pretty bad. That makes me feel bad. I, you know, yeah. what, are we supposed to feel happy about it? Right, but I mean, it's more than just theory. I mean, given the fact that the Emancipation Proclamation was necessary because of the Dred Scott decision, it had to nullify that. It yeah. nullified that, which was Dred Scott was a case where he was an enslaved black man whose owners had taken him to Missouri in... Um, 1857 I believe and uh, it was a slaveholding state um, but they took him into Illinois which is the Wisconsin territory and slavery was illegal and when he came back he sued for his freedom yes, and sir. they said no and what was the decision why what what did that give rise to the idea that persons of African descent cannot be and were never intended to be citizens under the. US Constitution it's all our listen our, our right to vote. the right to vote
2: why you know up until fairly recently we didn't realize that that was up
1: every year yeah because (laughs) at the root of it is that we're never this was never intended for us just to work here
2: another good reason why we need
1: to consider and should not be ashamed to consider dual citizenship well, I mean, I don't want to cut and run. I mean, there's a lot of work that went into this. Mm, yeah, no, <laughs> so, no, no. I agree with it. I get that point. But I'm simply saying, there's nothing wrong with considering dual citizenship. Dual, yeah. I mean, nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. yeah if, we you wanna, need, if you want to do that, do it. We do need to bring the family back together again, yeah. so to speak, yeah. on the continent. Absolutely. Well, you want to go back to the telephone line? we got a few right. minutes left Let's before we it. go to NPR. I don't know if, how much time they'll have okay. to make their point. Okay. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Go ahead, call it you on the air, quick. Uh, I would imagine
4: it would be me with short ass time. Ah, <laughs> <All right, bro. laughs>
2: What's up, bro?
4: <laughs> I fit it all three categories. I checked the block. <laughs> the uh Father's Day and Juneteenth is still running straight on my back with lashes, whooping me to death. Yeah, they ain't going to stop. They ain't going to never, stay. they ain't intend to stop. They're just mm. uh, mingling because we make babies. And we, they need babies. We need the babies. So uh, Mr. Man, he got mad. He's upset about that deal. But he was right around when we was a slave jumping in the, the black woman's underwear regularly, making him some babies.
1: Mm-hmm. So Juneteenth,
4: Juneteenth uh, critical race. It ain't even critical race. It's reality. Check. Mm-hmm. To get out of this toxicity that you uh, keep pushing on certain cultures, that they ain't nothing, they ain't nobody, they men can't be trusted, they men ain't no good. I'm tired of even looking and hearing that. And when I see somebody else, ooh, even try to throw that at me, I'm about ready to slap their face the other way, like uh, Will Smith, but it's for the reality check. It's not for no stupidity, man, because that's gone too far. You traumatizing my children, stepping on my children, you just stepped all over me and my back, you just stepped all over my mother's and father's back and I still supposed to give you some respect, it ain't gonna happen no more like that. For me, you run around shooting people. down. let me tell you this real quick, if I can get it through, I need to talk to Life Malcolm. Express I got a situation here with the uh, state of Florida, where somebody got hurt on the job. Watch this here, y'all was just talking about this. A dude, a white man ran on a job, ran into a building and grabbed an employee, pushed the employee, then when the employee protect yourself, I just got a letter from the office of Work with something, he was the aggressor the person that got pushed and beat on because of his color then they terminate him for no reason then you don't get no benefits that's been going on too long for yeah. to everybody I'm not just saying it to me folks I'm tired of y'all with that mess oh you just so you no this is gonna get you they do it to the least of them they're gonna do it to the rest of them
1: mm, kind of reminds me of the case where the, the white